Welcome to another edition of the Business of Fun podcast. My name is Dave Wakeman. I'm your host, and it is my opportunity to talk to leaders and thinkers in the world of experiences about the challenges and opportunities of marketing, selling experiences to for others. Today, my guest is Joe Michelle. Uh, Joe is from Australia, and she is fantastic. She is currently working on a new conference with a, another colleague of ours, and I wanted to have her on to talk about what's going on with the conference. Uh, Joe talks a lot about taking ideas and learning from them from anywhere you can, including outside of the industry, some of the challenges of actually doing that and implementing those ideas, uh, team building, understanding how to focus on outcomes, and a whole lot more. I hope you find this conversation interesting with Joe Michelle. I'd like to welcome to the Business of Fun podcast, Joe Michelle. How are you, Joe? I'm well, Dave. How's things? Everything's good. Thank you for getting up so early in the morning to talk to me. Um, I wanted <laughs> I wanted to have you on because I know that you and another friend of ours, Angela, are just getting ready to start a conference in Australia or, or expand a conference that the government's already putting on. Can you tell us a little bit about the conference uh, that you're doing and what like what the vision for it is? Yeah. Um, well, Angela and I have been in the business in Australia now for, you know, 20 plus years and uh, we... There used to be a conference in Australia. It used to be the Ticketing Professionals Conference. Um, and unfortunately, about five years ago, the guy who ran that conference died suddenly. And so uh, with the shock of that, everything kind of just dissipated and went away. Um, so we felt like it was time that we we reinstated this and Ange and I are both in positions that we can, um, we see what's going on across Australia and we work with various people um, in, uh, Angela works mostly in commercial theatre and I work mostly within um, not-for-profits festivals and things like that. Um, so we, we kind of had a good communication network um, so we came back from Intix uh, in 2017 and started talking to the Australia Council. Um, the Australia Council is the peak funding body in Australia and they uh, run a marketing uh, summit. On, on, they had been running it annually and they took a break in 2017. So 2018 was going to be their big relaunch and we thought that would be a good time for us to kind of uh, partner with them and and create a ticketing slash marketing um, conference. Um, well, red tape got the better of us a little bit, but um, most of but what we have achieved is that we are going to partner in some way with the Australia Council by providing them with ticketing um, based content for their annual now marketing communications and ticketing summit which will be happening on the 28th and 29th of June in Sydney um, at the Powerhouse Museum. Uh, and this is really exciting because for the first time in a government bodies uh, conference, we're actually being able to provide some more commercial input rather than just being focused towards a, a very, very much a funded audience. Um, and the interest has been really really huge. So I'm very excited about that. 
And I know we, we spoke for just a moment before we got on and started recording about the importance of the commercial aspect of this and how it was kind of difficult dealing with the government and getting them to understand why commercial was important and the viability of it. But one of the things that I like to talk about on the podcast here is the importance of the experience for everybody. So by having a commercial aspect to what you're doing as the ticketing component of this, you know, how are you looking at it as a way to improve the experience for your attendees? Because you and I both know that sometimes these conferences don't always have the best experience for us. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, the idea is that we all learn from each other. Um, I mean, I've learned more from the commercial world to take into the not-for-profit world than I can think about, you know, just the things that, because in this day and age, regardless of whether you're a funded body or or not, or a funded organisation, you have to be commercially minded. Um, There is no way around that in this day and age. You have to kind of think commercially because if you're not thinking about making a profit or being or getting the most out of your systems and your your people you're not doing the, the right job um your your product is not going to be optimum in in the sense that you're not going to reach the people you want it to reach no that that's an important lesson because I- I mean, probably most people don't know this, but I used, when I was work, in college, I worked for the city government, and I remember I would always create these programs, and I would have profit for where we've made money, and they would tell me, you can't use that word, and it was very frustrating. Um, well, I guess yeah. another thing, <laughs> and, <I>, and, <laughs> and what I've liked about what, we, what we've talked about as far as the conference goes, and just in general, is the collaboration and the way that you learn from everybody, everybody else, right? Like that seems to be a theme through what we t- we've talked about in all of our conversations over the years. And then what you kind of talked about in re- uh, regards to the conference is collaboration and bringing people together so that you can learn from the pollination of ideas from different areas. Um, so in planning your program for the conference, you know, how much effort have you put into bringing in diverse ideas and diverse uh, points of view from all over the world or just even all over Australia, even from commercial or nonprofit? We've, um, that was kind of our main starting point, in fact. Um, Angela and I basically sat down and went, who do we want to hear from? (laughs) Um, And then kind of uh, moved from that starting point with a list of, you know, you know, a post-it note wall of everything on the wall going, what are the topics we want to know about? What are the things that are buzzwords in the industry now? What are, what, who are the people who are generating interest and um, product services, all of those things. Um, So, and then we've kind of, for this year, we've narrowed it down to, um, we've got, we're curating six sessions, um, which is exciting. Um, we are getting an international component of um, speakers. We've got Maureen Anderson, from, who is the CEO of Intex. Um, we have Andrew Thomas, who runs the Ticketing Institute and the Ticketing Professionals Conference in the UK, um, both of whom are contributing to an international panel-style keynote. Um, so we've got a keynote with uh, Andrew Angela, myself, and Maureen, which will be talking about collaboration generally within international ticketing and focusing on um, how we all can help each other and how we can learn from each other. 
Um, and that's going to be fantastic. Uh, we've also got um, a Tony Lance coming from the US who is going to be speaking about dynamic pricing and that's going to be a very interesting session and his, his focus is across both commercial and not-for-profits uh, so and he works also outside of the industry so that's that's going to bring a really different focus and be something that our guys have not seen before and then we've got locals as well we've got some um, I'm carrying over the, the grand in tics tradition of, of speaking about our failures and learning from them. Um, so I've got some representatives from both regional and um, urban Australian uh, organisations talking about things that went wrong and what they learnt. And um, I've got, uh, we've got uh, um, Aaron um, Curran, who works for Baker Richards in Australia, talking about um, strategic planning in terms of their of people's pricing and, and strategies for audience development. So all in all, I think it's going to be a very interesting few days. No, it, it sounds great. Um, one thing that I, no, I noticed when you, you just mentioned Tony Lance to talk about dynamic pricing and the fact that he works inside and outside of entertainment and tickets in the, in the industry. And you know me, I, I, that's just something I do as well, and I have always advocated the benefit of such a practice. But there's often a reluctance to accept those ideas, or there's a, um, a general reluctance to think that, like, oh, if you're not in, here, in this, you don't understand. Why is that? And how have you been so willing, and why, or I guess not how, but why have you been so willing to listen to outside resources? It's really funny. I, I lived through the the stage in um, in ticketing in in um, major performing arts organisations uh, where everybody went. We've got to do dynamic pricing. Let's use the airline model, and you kind of went. It doesn't quite work, but let's see how we can learn from what the airlines are doing. And, you know, that was kind of early 2000s, I guess, when, when people were really jumping on this airline pricing modelling. And, um, and, you know, instead of people actually taking some of the good bits from that and then applying their own met matrices and, and, and understanding what it is that, that their organisation or their their needs were from it. They just kind of tried to plonk a an idea or a model on top of what they did. And that never works. So I think, you know, the key is to get people who actually understand the dynamics, understand the, un the underlying reasons for doing things, talk through why those things are important, why what you need to do to kind of understand your own business to be able to to move it into a different space or move it move it into different practices. I think they're the important things. Um, and you can only do that by listening to people outside your industry sometimes because we all become so caught up in the day-to-day -day of managing what has to happen today, tomorrow, next week, next month, that we kind of stop stop looking outside of that 
um, to see what, what else we can learn. Yeah, and, and that's a really important idea because I often tell everybody, I go, you know, I'm just a process expert, right? I understand the process of marketing and selling things and of creating uh, outcome-based organizations. But mm -hmm. do I know everything about tickets? No, I'm probably like, compared to you or Andrew or Maureen, I'm an idiot in a, when it comes to mm -hmm. tickets. But I do know people very, very well. And I think sometimes it becomes very easy to focus on the specific technology or the silo you're, you're trapped in, which Absolutely. to me becomes problematic. Me, I, I just deal with people all the time. I, call me crazy. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk to you about, too, is I know you just started a new role. And you've been, you've been <laughs> you are you are in charge of the ticketing for, and I will screw up the, the name of the festival, so I will let you tell us the festival. But you know, anytime you're doing a startup project like this, I know that um, there's a lot of challenges and opportunities. And you talked about learning from our failures. And a question I like to use on people, it's two sides, which is like, well, what's worked really well in right now and then what's not working so well right now so i guess those two questions and then just tell us a little bit about what you're working on um thank you i've just started <laughs> as the ticketing manager for uh, major brisbane festivals which is uh one of brisbane is uh the capital city of queensland in australia and they uh run a festival every september which is around uh 21 days the standard kind of time, time frame. Um, and we have approximately about 70 or so perform like uh, events that happen over that time. Um, so I mean, I started about two weeks ago here with the festival and we actually go on sale on the 3rd of July. So there's not much time to get all of the events on sale ready for ready for sale or whatever. Um, and the challenge, I guess, um, to go back to your question, is that you you come into an organisation, you don't know, obviously, the people, you don't know the practices of that organisation. Um, you obviously bring your own <clears throat> ideas about how things should be done. So it's kind of the, always the challenge is moulding uh, what you bring to what is this is the way we've always done it um, and um, and and there's always a bit of that and I think sometimes uh, it's it's about kind of you when you go into these short-term gigs in some ways you let go of ego and you just go what what are the things that need to get done how do we actually get from here to here in the most efficient way using the skills that I have and and that's kind of and it's been great for me because I've been out of doing actual on the ground ticketing for a while and I'm loving it I'm loving being back there that, that's that's great. Now, I like to always give everybody a few action steps that they can try to take. And sometimes I do a great great job of this, and sometimes I don't do such a great job. But your, <laughs> <laughs> your experience, uh, you know, jumping back into day-to-day -day ticket operations here um, opens up a door to a really good question. I think gives everybody a few uh, action items that they can take, which is about team building. Because what you talked about was mm -hmm. – 
being able to understand and manage and work with people in an environment where people are coming together under probably a lot of pressure in a very tight time window. So what are some of the keys that you have used uh, now and over the years to get people to buy in and become a team really quickly? I always find that it's always the the goal is really important, understanding what, what the goal is and having that shared goal, um, whether it be putting on a fantastic festival or whether it be, you know, selling the next season for uh, a major theatre company or a small theatre company, um, whether it be kind of getting that concert, you know, front of house operation working really well, um, you know, managing a, a team for you know whatever it may be it's always the same it's about understanding what you need to achieve and working and finding the ways that 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 team works together and it can be as simple as just you know I'm, I'm a big one of like just talk talk to each other find out who who people are what they do um, you know what their skills are and playing to people's strengths is always going to give you the best outcomes um, if you can do that. If you have time, um, sometimes you don't get time to really get to know people. But, um, you know, uh, in when I worked in Edinburgh, um, we would ramp up our team from 5 to 45 very quickly. Um, we'd do a team briefing every morning. And it would be as simple as, you know, the pats on the back for the for the things that went well, um, you know, the what's hap what we've got to be aware of today, what we've got to be aware of tomorrow potentially, and um, and then if something did go wrong, uh, it'd be this is what we learned. Never, I it was never a point the finger, but it's always about learning uh, for me um, because I think if you can learn together that's how you grow tapes no that's that's great and um i like the way that you are always like you know kind of reinforcing uh every, what everybody's doing you paying attention to a lot of different things and then you always are reintroducing lessons learned because when i do anything around project management I seem to spend all of my time, again, focusing on the people aspect of it and this mm -hmm. team building thing where you're trying to figure out what buttons to push for people is probably the most important thing that you can do. And even if you don't have the time, you have to fit. It's like meditation, right? If you don't have time to meditate for five minutes, then you probably need to meditate for five hours. It's the same thing <laughs> with like communicating and building a team. If you don't have five minutes to talk to the people to understand what's going on and how you can motivate them or what's brought them to this project, then you probably mm -hmm. need five days of talking to them. Um, and so that's really, really important. And it's good to know. Now, mm. Before I let you go, how can people find you to find out more about what you and Angela are working on and what you are working on? Oh, okay. Um, well, I have, both Angela and I have a, a company together which is called Mission Tickets. And um, we can be found, uh, we've got a very dodgy website at the moment, but it'll be fixed soon. Um, and uh, we have emails at, um, at joe or angela at missiontickets.com.au. 
Well, that's great then. And I know you also have a very, maybe, I don't know, it used to be a private Twitter account, but maybe it's still. A, a- yeah, I do. Joe M. Joe uh, M. Michelle at is my Twitter account. When I put when I post the podcast, I will link to it so people can find you because I remember I was in that small group of people who you actually let follow you for a lo- for a while. So that- <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm a bit of a privacy Nazi, so yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> but then it's kind of what I do. I like I you know, I understand working in various organizations, I I need to be across the privacy stuff and so I kind of am one of those privacy Nazis, but I do let people in. (laughs) I'm a testament to that. (laughs) And and doing this podcast is obviously a testament to that. (laughs) Well, Joe, thank you so much for uh, getting up early for me. And thank you uh, for sharing your thoughts on this. I wish you both, uh, you and Angela, and I'll talk to Angela in the next couple of days, hopefully before the conference as well, the best of luck with the conference. And if Thank I can you. ever be of any help to you, you know how to find me. And hopefully I'll have a chance to have you back again soon. Okay. That sounds great. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. Thank you again for listening to the Business of Fun podcast. As always, you can find me at my website, DaveWakeman.com. You can also email me, Dave at DaveWakeman.com. If you enjoy this podcast, I'd really like it if you subscribe or possibly even leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever it is you find your podcasts. And until next time, I hope you take care and I'll see you again soon.